What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode. Today, I sit down with one of my favorite photographers, Demas, at D-E-M-A-S on Instagram. And I had a great time talking with him about a variety of topics, and I got a lot from this interview, and I hope you guys do as well. So let's just jump right into it. All right, so I appreciate you uh, making the time. I know it seems like you're a busy guy. You got a lot of things going on, so... You, uh, you're an architect by trade? Yes. So I, um, I work full time as an architect every day and, um, yeah. And I take photos on the side as a hobby. So then you, so, cause I guess I wanted to talk to you because I feel like a lot of creatives, they, I feel like they, I don't know if they make excuse or they just feel that they need to be a creative full time to really make a jump into it or make a splash in the scene and I feel like you do so much but you also have such a demanding job how is that something you kind of were getting into because I know you work with brands and things a lot and go on you know photo trips with like Adobe and things like that so how did you how did you really get started and how did you kind of dive into that and be able to balance both things um I think it's definitely like a slow progression like I picked up my first camera six years ago and so um, everything I do is, has been self-taught. And as soon as I picked up my first camera, like I, I just started shooting a lot and I started posting on Instagram and it kind of just grew and grew and grew. Like it was just very lucky. I didn't, and social media, Instagram was just like beginning at the time. And then, um, yeah. And then I just, as a hobby, posted on Instagram every single day. Um, and then my account grew. And at the same time, I was doing university, doing architecture. And then, um, at, and then after university finished, I started work. And throughout all this, I just still kept posting photos every single day. It's because um, like whenever I do get a chance to travel or even shooting in Sydney, I just try to shoot as, much, as many photos as I can and try to create like, as efficiently as possible so that I have content to post. Mm. Um, and then I guess it's just managing your time. So like uh, I go to work nine to five um, and then I would come home, uh, hang out with my wife a little bit and then edit maybe one photo a night. And then that's pretty much it. I try to edit just one photo a night. Um, if there's a job that's happening, I might do a little bit more, but like on a normal night, I would just do one or maybe two photos a night. And that's, that's sort of my workflow. Mm. And uh, I think one thing that I really enjoy about your style as well is that you incorporate so many different um, styles and you do like some Photoshop composites and, you know, you do a lot of nature and things like that. Is that something that you just, when you first started out, you just wanted to do everything or have you felt that not the need to create like a exact style because it's just like a hobby or something like that. And then you're able to learn all these different things. Yeah, I definitely agree with you there. Like for me, photography is about like exploring, right? Like isn't it's about finding new places and like going to new locations as well as like learning new techniques in editing as well. So it's all about exploration in many different ways. Um, Mm -hmm. And so my editing and my Photoshop stuff all came about 
from architecture school actually because that's all we did for five years. We just used Photoshop nonstop for five years. And, well, and I guess well, that's how I... Using yeah. Photoshop with? And so um, when you do, when in architecture school, we would have to design a building or design some sort of thing. And to present it, you have to like come up with the best way possible to, to you know, showcase your ideas. Like the, the person that can come up with the most creative ways to showcase their ideas, obviously, is going to get the best marks. Um, and so like we've, we've been like, I guess all my friends as well in, in architecture school, we've always been like challenged to, to see things in a different way. And I guess mm. I take that to photography as well. So you just create like a design in Photoshop or how, how would you, oh, how did so, you eventually learn? So there's like 3d programs such as, um, Archicad and Revit. They're like, they're like, um, CAD programs. And so you create a design in there so you, you can like build a whole building. Um, and then what you do in Photoshop is you can like grab like a 3d line work version. And then in Photoshop, you just text, like put textures and everything like concrete will be concrete walls, bricks will be bricks, water will be mm. water. Like, and so you, you just have to like, in a way I, I keep, I, I tell people this, um, like, architecture you kind of have to start from scratch and so like in a way photography is already like a little bit cheating because like there's already a base to start with and so like you're just kind of playing with what you get in in, in photography whereas in architecture you kind of have to just do everything from scratch you have to build an image from scratch mm. um oh go ahead yeah nah so like if you i have an architecture website as well where like it just shows all my uni projects. Um, it's just demosrisley.net. But essentially, it's just like a bunch of Photoshop stuff that kind of I try to make it look real. And like, it's just sometimes it doesn't look real, but it gives an idea of what the space should look like or what the building should look like. Did you, so you learned um, 3D in Photoshop before you learned uh, like composite work or? Did it, was no. it kind of hand in hand? So I don't use, I, I know there's such thing as Photoshop 3D, but I don't use that. Like everything's just 2D, but I like the 3D comes from the architecture programs. And oh, then the program. I just kind of like render it. Like I, I put textures on it and I, like it's not 3D when it's in oh, Photoshop. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. That's, that makes sense. So as far as your your 3d compositing and things like that. Is that something that you, you learned, uh, you, cause you said you were self-taught yep. and you learned on YouTube. Was there any like specific channels or things that you, uh, watched that helped you learn all that? Um, I think at uni, we kind of just like helped each other out. Like all our friends, like, Oh, you know how to do this. We'll just teach me how to do this. We kind of like, it was more collaborative. Um, mm it wasn't really YouTube that taught me how to use Photoshop. I kind of like, we kind of just helped each other and we learned, um, like I would, I would do something and it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be so good. And then the next time I try it, I, I try to improve it. Right. And so right. you just kind of like step by step. And, and if you're, if that tool is not working, you try other ways. And if you really get stuck, then you would go to YouTube. Um, I remember, uh, I don't know if you know, Flan on YouTube, Right. Uh, uh, P H L E A R N. Um, 
he that was, he was the first like video that taught me how to make cinemagraphs on Photoshop. Mm. Um, and it was just like changed my life, right? Like I make cinemagraphs all the time now. Um, but like that technique still stands. Like I still use what he's taught me, like looping as well, like fading out at the end and like making sure the frame at the end is just the same frame as a start kind of thing. Like it's it's uh, very useful. So if you ever want to make cinemagraphs, watch watch the Flern tutorial on YouTube for that. <laughs> That's what um yeah, because I've been seeing the ones when you did the like the San Francisco bridge and things like that. Yeah, those are those look really awesome. How. Yeah, because yeah. I really just enjoy how you incorporate so many different techniques. And I was wondering if, um, do you kind of edit, do you edit with the same, like, kind of, like, you use a lot of cool tones and things like that. Do you edit your pictures to look like the same kind of style, or do you start from scratch from each edit? Um, I have presets, but most of the time I start from scratch because every photo is different. Um, I kind of already know what I'm going for when I'm, when I start editing, like I, I know it's going to be a little bit cooler. It's going to like have a bit more contrast and sort of have a bit more pop, which I like. Um, but then like, I always try to like the, I, I think the best way to edit something is to have an idea first. Like, for example, like you, you think, Oh, um, I was here last week. Let's let's uh, grab a photo from that place and then, like, try to just bring it to life. Like, as you already know, like what you do, try to edit. Um, if it's like one of those like crazy Photoshop stuff, I usually already know what I'm trying to do before I edit it. Mm. Um, I never come in. I never go into it like not knowing. Um, sometimes it doesn't work out. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Well, I was wondering where where do you, when you usually get those ideas? Yeah. Is it just something you randomly see and then just kind of go after, or is it usually become come before you photograph it or while you're photographing it? Um, it can come both. Like sometimes when I'm photographing, I'm like, oh yeah, this this is a really cool edit. Like I, I'll try this later on when I get home. But then other times. Sometimes when I'm like looking for content to post on Instagram, I'm like, oh, what, what's a, like, what's something I've seen that I could try to improve on or try to like emulate and try to make it my own. Um, like I always say copying, copying is, is not a bad thing. Like as long as you copy respectfully and like try to make it your own. Um, and so, yeah, so I see a lot of ideas. Like I follow a lot of like uh, graphic artists and like people like that on, on Instagram as well. So I guess we all kind of inspire each other. Um, right. Yeah. And how, I guess as far, cause this has been, this is interesting, especially with, um, I guess with Photoshop composites and something that's kind of, I guess, have you seen that account, the Insta repeat account? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I guess, but I guess as far in, as far as that goes is, because that's just Instagram showing how many people replicate the same kind of idea and things like that. Um, but how do you feel like you make something fresh and new, like a, a fresh new idea without with borrowing the concept or maybe doing it different, um, but without copying it? Um, I always like when I'm editing, when I'm finished, I always think, how can I push this one step further? And so um, I don't know, like, for example, let's just take, 
I think the thing that I find that I've done that is the most original has been the the Four Seasons one. I don't know if you remember that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I saw a, that one. It's a drone photo that's separated into four like quadrants, and then each quadrant is a different season. Um, I've seen that done before by a few people where it's all like it's always like just green and snow. Like it's, they've only just split it into two. I just had a random thought, like, what if we just do four seasons and I think like that went. That was probably one of most one of my most viral posts to this day, um, and yeah, like I, I guess like just trying to take that idea and trying to move it to the next level, um, and like you, you always have to be inspired by something first. You can't like no, nothing ever just be like randomly comes to your head for no reason, right? Mm. What uh? So I guess what because I know that architecture you can see in your account plays a huge role. And I think you're, especially you're one of the best I, with the before and afters of your architecture. I feel like you, I don't know. I just feel like you nail the lines and everything with your uh, architecture edits. But I've also noticed that your, uh, that travel inspires your account a lot. Yeah. How, how, how did you get into traveling or is that something you hope to do more in the future? And, uh, I guess, like, how does that inspire your work? Um, I've always, like, as, as any opportunity that comes, I always try to travel because, like, seeing the world is probably the most important thing as a creative, like, seeing, just not even for photography, just seeing how other people live and meeting new people, and meeting new friends and stuff. Like, it's, it's very important for creatives to kind of collaborate and meet new people. Mm. Um, yeah, like... I've always found traveling very important um, to my line of work. Um, and whenever I do travel, I, I, like I said, I just take, I try to hit up like lots of spots and try to shoot as many locations as I can so that like it kind of prepares me for when I'm at home and working every single day that like I have content still. Like I went to Hong Kong uh, maybe for about a week mm-hmm. and a half last year. <laughs> and I'm still posting photos from Hong Kong like today. And like same with like San Francisco and, and LA, like I'm still posting photos from mm. when I went in February. Um, so I guess like it just goes to show like how much I shoot or I try to shoot. But at the same time, like you still want to have a holiday. It's just, it's, you shouldn't like make that your number one priority. Like if you enjoy it, then do it. If you don't enjoy it, then like just relax and have a good time, right? right? Because I feel like, um, especially you having uh like a career it seems like that you enjoy it takes a little bit of stress off of it seems like you're like pretty stress-free about posting and creating content and stuff where especially i think someone that i don't know i guess like a lot of creatives at your level seem very like they talk about how stressed they are all the time with posting and how they have to make sure they always are getting new content and things like that I guess, do do you experience things like that with, uh, you know, I guess stress of keeping up your account and showing people new things and stuff like that? And if so, like, how do you deal with that? Um, Yeah, of course. I I, I deal with stress, like, quite often. Like, I always want to push the boundaries, right? Like, as in, like, I could potentially post an old photo, but how do I use that old photo and like come up with new ideas with it. Um, recently, uh, you oh, probably right. saw yeah. the, the, the plane photo that that have been going mm-hmm. around. Um, the one I photoshopped 
Yeah. So that's a plan in Bali that I photoshopped into a forest in Hawaii. Um, and like that kind of went viral. And then the week after mm-hmm. I posted the, the one with all the colorful balls. Um, so it kind of like, uh, like the past few weeks, like my account has just been kind of going a little bit crazy. Like I've never grown this much before. Mm. And so lately I've been feeling the pressure. Like, how do I top this? Like, how do I keep topping it? Um, it's not going to happen every time, but like, you know, like you just have to keep pushing and pushing and pushing until like, like it doesn't matter if you don't top it kind of thing. Like as long as you're producing work that you're happy with and work that like you think is, is up to the level of the ones that go viral. Like, I think it's, I think it's still valid. Like I think mm. for me just because I, I um, pushing and keep creating are you, what you like is looking just to kind of keep thing. this as a hobby on the side or do you hope to grow it into something else and what are you hoping to do with your photography um for now i think i'm able to manage to do both um there has been like some travel opportunities that come up uh, that has come up. So like uh, a month ago, I was in San Francisco. Um, I'm going to LA in October. Um, both are jobs for Adobe. And so like these sort of opportunities, I have to talk mm. to work and like um, they kind of allow me to go um, like uh, taken as extra leave kind of thing. Um, and so I guess like I've already spoken to my office about you know, potentially going part-time. Um, but it just right. depends. Like, I think it just depends. Like, so if I just, get more jobs... And it's I'm just something that you're just kind of watching grow organically and we'll see. We'll see where it takes in me. In the future, whatever it turns into, it turns into. Yeah, like, obviously, I had no clue that this was going to happen, right? Like, when I right. picked up my camera and started posting on Instagram... I, it wasn't my aim to become a photographer. Like it was just a hobby. And so my aim was to become an architect. Like that was my first like kind of dream. Um, and then kind of, it kind of took a, a, a side turn and now kind of branched off into two different like mm. ways. And so like, as kind of uh, when you went to the right path for me, I guess. San Francisco with Adobe, what were you uh, doing there? Where it goes. Um, so at the moment I am one of the global insiders for Adobe. So I guess like a global ambassador would be like the term for it. Um, there's about 15 of us and super fortunate to be part of it. Like (laughs) I just, a random email just came up one day, like, do you, like, do you want to come to San Francisco and meet the other global insiders? I'm like, yeah, man, this is sick. Like, um, and like they're all not photographers they're they're like illustrators lettering artists um some ux designers and it's just like meeting other creatives doing different things to you is also like a very big like opportunity and eye-opening experience um right so there was were you the only photographer that was there again like in more than more ways than one oh yeah um, there was another photographer, his name's Yuma from Tokyo. Um, yeah. 
And so me, him and I were the two photographers and we kind of just like hit it off as soon as we met and like mm-hmm. just started exploring. So I guess what was the, some of the, the, the big takeaways that you took from say like the illustrators or the, has different interests as well. the other creatives that were there um, that you're able to kind of take away from what their craft is? I think just listening to all their stories and how they've all managed to um, get to where they are, like right now, like just how they how they came up to become, you know, pretty big on Instagram or getting this job or getting that job. It's like it just inspires me to keep pushing and like to also like I guess like chase the next job or chase the next big thing kind of thing. <laughs> Um, I guess, for example, there was one guy, his name's Scott, his Instagram mm. is Burnt Toast Creative. Um, he, he does, um, he actually freelances for Facebook. And so on top of all his uh, graphic design and drawing, oh, he, yeah, yeah, yeah. he actually designs all the logos for Facebook, like the app, like, you know, for example, the Wave logo or the Poke logo, the hands and stuff. He's the guy that he's the guy that designs all that, and it's like yeah, that's very funny. So crazy. Like I met the guy who yeah, designed I, the, I'm just, uh, the, the poke logo. I'm wondering How if can you say that, right? Do you feel like with nowadays, like with Instagram, that that's kind of well, it's definitely the easiest way to get your your work out there. But I'm wondering, do you feel that it's it's uh, necessary nowadays to make sure that you're growing? your account and that's kind of the number one place where you're putting your work at. Um, for me, Instagram is probably the only place I put my work at. Um, I'm currently uh, work, like working on my website and, and redeveloping it and um, it's almost complete. So it should launch within the next week or two. Um, but yeah, like I think the focus should not be to grow a following. Like the focus should be to work on your art and, uh, like do something different and create, like, how can you set yourself apart from other people Mm. in a way that you enjoy? Like, don't like force yourself to set yourself apart as in like, just be, be as natural as possible. Um, like, I guess yeah like if you come into photography or being a creative thinking like oh i have to achieve mm. ten thousand followers by this date like i don't think that's the right mindset to to jump into a creative field um like it should just like if if your work right. is great if your work is um something that a lot of people want to see then the followers will come right <laughs> um yeah, and, and, and like for example, uh, you probably would have seen that Justin, mm-hmm, he the blew up guy, the, the guy that, that did the C- Cinema 4D render of the Grim Reaper on top of the uh, Golden Gate Bridge. Like, yeah, yeah like now he he's was over on like 13,000 followers, and literally like 24 hours later, he was on 400,000 followers. But like, it, it, it doesn't just happen. Yeah. Now he's over 500,000, but like it doesn't just happen overnight. Like he's worked on his craft for a really, really, really long time and super lucky to get that break. But like 
Right. You have to. Yeah, I think you know, that's a good. Like, it was a good. Uh, I don't think he was way to, to go. Because I guess I, I listened to what he was talking about possible, as, right? as well, like on his live story or whatever. And I, I think it was good for people to see because he was saying that yeah, I've worked. I basically work four hours a day for the past six years on this. You know, it's not just something that just happened. But uh, I guess I was wondering how. <clears throat> I guess because a lot of people. I hear that constantly and I see uh, that posted constantly about people like, Oh, I'm I'm trying to find my style. I don't know what my style is yet. How, how long was it until you felt like you were creating things that you really felt were like uniquely yours and you were able to, um, I guess, kind of differentiate yourself from people with like a certain style, I guess, if that makes sense. Um, I think it's only been like I've been doing photography for six years, and I think um, I, I style is a very loose word, but I think my sort of photography and, and edits and stuff uh, have maybe in the last two years, mm. or maybe even one, one or two years, have been like I can really know what as far as the I quality goes and, and things like that. Um, so it's sort of like taken me what maybe four or five years to figure that out um yeah quality and like what what content it is and like how i should position the work and what caption to go with it and like that kind of stuff like it, it takes a long time to to develop i guess some people figure it out straight away other people take a while yeah, because i guess um i guess it's just so you on, think just repetition was able was made it so that you could growth. weed out um i guess what you're posting and what you're not and and i guess do you did you you post pretty much every day Okay, so do you, if you're not really, post, is, is that so you I can get like some leeway week, with, if you're not really happy with an edit, you don't have week. to post it? Or are you posting five times a week regardless? Mm-hmm. Um, I try to post five times a week regardless. So it kind of puts a pressure on me to create stuff I like, like five times a week. Um, I just thought that having two day break is a good thing to just refresh yourself. Like don't think about Instagram for two days, <laughs> do other things, play basketball, <laughs> hang out with my wife and just like, obviously I hang out with my wife every single day, not just two days a week, but like, it's just like, like, it's just refreshing. Like I, when I was posting seven days a week, it was just like nonstop every day I would have to do something Oh no, like I would sort of dread it a little bit, but now like having two day break is actually a really good thing. Um, mm. And I also find that in the two days that you don't like post you, the account is still growing, like, which is a good thing. Um, so I think if you have a rhythm going, like if you, if your followers know that you're posting five times a week and that's completely fine. Whereas like, for example, going back to other creative, like for example, like a, a graphic design artist, might, might only post once a month because their work takes so long to create. Um, and same with like the cinema 4d and the rendering people, like that takes a really long time to create. So like, I guess mm. some, like the audience already knows and expects 
that from the, the, the people you, they follow? So the consistency. And huh? So it's just like, I guess you have to just build so what, an understanding. Do you have a specific two days that you take off during the week, or is it just two yeah, random days when you're not feeling yeah. it? Exactly. Exactly. Okay. And then do you go on your phone at all those days or is it something you just try to step away um, yeah, from specifically altogether? I take off Friday and Saturday. Right. I still I still go on my phone, but I just like a bit less, like a lot less than, than the other five days. Um, because I'm not engaging, I'm not I'm I'm not replying back to comments mm-hmm. like, on those two days. I'm just like I'll check Instagram, but I I won't. Right. So know, do you think that that's um, the stuff I would usually do? I guess yeah. like I was wondering like, like how much and, and how much weight would you put on? I guess like engaging with with other uh, with other accounts and making sure you you know you're commenting on other people's work and checking out other people's stuff. Is that something that you did a lot at the beginning uh, or still do? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I used to do it obviously a lot, lot more because I was trying to grow my account. Um, I'm still trying to grow my account now, but I think like engaging with your audience, engaging with, with other creatives that, similar things to you is, is probably the most important thing on Instagram. Um, it's a social media platform. So like, you know, just talking to each other and like even complimenting or just to get the consistency uh, down you know, with other people engaging you in your work as well, as well, as well as like you kind thing. of engaging with other people's work. Yeah, and and like if I like someone's work, I'll follow them and I'll pretty much comment. Like, right, I pretty much comment on most like eighty percent of the people I follow because there's a reason I follow them. Like, you know, like I, I like your work, so I'm gonna keep supporting you and keep commenting on your work. Um, at the same time, it's really cool to like. Let's say I travel. Um, I'm go- I'm going to. Mm. I'm going to Turkey at the end of September um, for a friend's wedding, but via Turkey, I'm going via Dubai. Um, and so I've been following uh, this, this girl, Pixelville, at Pixelville on, on Instagram for a long time, and she's been following me back, so we're going to meet up. Um, and yeah. it's just like really cool to be able to meet Is up it, with uh, people that who are some of they your, follow me back. It's like I a, guess your favorite artists on Instagram thing. that like, have kind of, sh- yeah. if at all, shaped your work or inspired your work when you were starting out. <laughs> and still do to this day. Um, I would MK say seven. my favorite Instagrammer N- for a long okay. time has been this guy called NK7. Um, uh, N, N- NK7. He's a like urban photographer from China, I think Shanghai or Guangzhou, either one of the places. Um, I've never met him before, but he's, he's been a very big inspiration from when I started. And I think till now, like he's, he's now shooting for Nike. Like a lot of the stuff coming out of Nike is his work. Um, there's also this guy from Bangkok, um, from called Rockhound. They kind of both shoot similar styles. Um, 
Mm. And like, is it my? Is there a big uh, creative community in Sydney where where you're from that you actively like participate in? Because I know that you you do like some meetup stuff, don't you? Yeah, so a few friends and I uh, run a page called Global Night Squad. Um, it's a night photography community, and we host uh, photography walks, uh, events, and workshops all around Australia. We, we've done it in a, a lot of times in Sydney, a few times in Melbourne, oh, wow. and a few times in Brisbane. And um, we've actually taken it to Hong Kong once, and we did, we hosted a meet in Hong Kong, which is really cool. Um, and so... Yeah, like the community in Sydney is just growing. Like the very first meet we announced, it was just uh, a post that I posted uh, on my Instagram two or three years ago. And I said, oh, there's an Insta meet this Friday. And it was raining and 90 people rocked up, the very first one. And I was like, this is crazy. And so um, we thought this is such a great idea. We just kept going. And our last one, which is uh, Sydney Night Squad 5, had about... 300 people come and, and it just gets like, it's ridiculous when you think about it. Like, Oh my God, I can't believe like the community has grown because you know, one friend comes oh, and then awesome. they bring all and their so friends. So how often do you have these meets? Bring all the other friends. Do you come. Do five keeps, so like, far? It just keeps growing. Um, we, we've done five mm. in Sydney so far. Um, a couple in Melbourne, a couple in Brisbane, but the aim is to try to do it maybe every three to four months. Um, yeah, mm. we try to do it as much as we can, like because all three of us that run Global Night Square, we all work full-time jobs. Like none of us is a full-time photographer. Um, and so I guess like whenever there's a there's a free time to to do it, we will try to do it. We try to bring some sponsors in to you know provide some cool prizes or like cool locations. Um, right. We just want to give yeah, people that I come, feel like, like it's a, really a important to be able to like get to I don't know, I guess at least for me when, meet, when right? I'm starting when I started out doing photography like none of my friends really did it. And so you feel like it's kind of like a weird thing almost or to be able to connect with other people that are that are just like having the same kind of fun that right. you are or see the the things the same kind of way that you do or whatever is it's always fun to get together with people. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Like some of my best friends to this day have come from Instagram. Like we have a, like three or four of us have this group chat that we just talk to each other every day. Like we share, I don't know, latest news or we, sh- we send each other like our edits. We're like, oh, what do you guys think of this? And then like we, we critique each other and it's like such a good environment to be in. Like if you have well, that's, such a, if that's you have a cool a idea. Is that, is that can, like, something help, uh, you out, help each other out? Do do you, I um, guess, do you seek a lot of feedback powerful. for your work from other people? I do. That's very important. Um, sometimes I'm, I'm unsure, like, oh, is this, is this good enough? Or, like, what do you guys think of this? And then, like, a friend would be like, oh, try adding this or try getting rid of that. And, like, it kind of helps you grow and, and get better, right? Like, and then they would do the same. Yeah, that's a really good idea. Me, I feel I like sometimes and like, you can get caught up, you know, like a, at least for me, like I get caught up and I'll just be going in circles and circles, especially with an edit, like, oh, do I do this or that? Um, am I finished or whatever? 
And, and so I guess uh, on that point, how, how long do you work on a piece yeah, and yeah. how do you know like when you're finished? Yeah. I try to put like as in the least amount of time as possible is the best. Um, it ranges. So like if something that is, if it's a photo that doesn't have much sort of photoshopping to do, um, it could just be like 15, 20 minutes. Um, other times it could take up to like two or three hours for one photo. Um, it just depends mm. on the complexity of the, of the, um, photoshopping i guess like how much you have to mask out or like how many layers are in it okay um, that kind of stuff i like that i like um, the mentality you said I, I think um, on average i guess which less is than a, half an, like about half an hour not what a lot of people think i would guess is that uh the least time the best because i feel like a lot of people they associate the time put in with the the quality output of the you know the picture or the what they're working on i guess what so what's kind of your mindset when you're going into an edit when when you're saying when you're saying like the least time amount as possible so you're just trying to get to like because i guess you're saying that you visualize your edit so you're just trying to get to that point as fast as possible i think so um for example let's just take the the plane in the forest uh shot as an example um, I've had that thought for a long time, like, oh, I want to, cause, cause the plane was in Bali and when I was taking shots mm. using my drone there, I always had a vision of putting this plane in a forest or in some other location. And so I've had this thought for a long time and then I was like, let's, let's just right. try it. Like it was also, um, the, the, you know how every weekend the Instagram posts a challenge, like a that weekend hashtag project. Um, and so that week was weekend hashtag project hidden, WHP hidden. And so I thought, okay, this would be perfect because it's like a plane hidden inside a forest. Um, and so I, I woke up, saw the, saw the WHP and I was like, let's, let's finally try this edit. So I got the plane photo, tried to look for the best forest photo I had. And, um, it was the one in Hawaii and tried to just blend it as, as, like as best as I could in the fastest way that I know how to do. Um, at first I showed it to my wife and she was like, uh, like it looks really fake. Like try to like, like it, it was like the trees weren't like the shadows weren't mm. right. And the, the trees weren't like touching the plane close enough. Like it looked like it was just like popped on there on Photoshop. Um, but then I kept working at it and added like more shadows and, the trees closer and like so it's hugging the plane and then like literally maybe 20 minutes half an hour later i had something like mm -hmm. i was quite happy with um so that one took me about maybe right. an hour to edit um yeah but, i feel like, like it was only because that's a probably a good idea, idea to start adopting at least that kind because there's a lot of times where i'm like okay i don't know what i'm gonna do but i just want to do something you know and I feel like it might even be more beneficial to take that time to just like think of an idea because I feel like you could just, I'd just be spending so much time just like looking around for ideas or whatever and it becomes uh, kind of inefficient almost. 
Yeah, and also I think a, a good thing to do is like if an idea comes at you randomly, to try like jot it down, like type it in your notes on your phone or write it down on a piece of paper. Right, right. So that like if, whenever you're lost for ideas in the future, you can always come back and be like, oh, I had that idea once. Let's try it. Um, mm. Do so you, uh, so you, you just exclusively like use like your photos? Do you ever use stock images or anything online as well? Um, most of the time, so about 95% of the time, it's oh, only my own images. Right, right. But I do, ha I have used stock images, for example, um, the one with the shark coming, in, coming up from the bottom of the water. Yeah, so, <laughs> so that kind of stuff, like the stuff I can't shoot, like as in, yeah, yeah is, uh, probably never shoot in my life, like a shark or a whale. So like, <clears throat> I've been um, seeing you've been doing your is, tutorials uh, on your story. Things. I've been really liking those. Have you been uh, getting good feedback on those? And have you been just trying different ways to present your work so people can understand it? Or what was kind of the thought on that? Yeah, I think I think so. Like it's it's definitely mm. been a very positive thing. Um, a lot of people have enjoyed it, and I put it on my highlights as well, so they can always come back to it anytime. Um. And so I think every week I just try to, to show a, like one sort of new technique or like, um, yeah, just like something that might help them or might, might help my followers edit maybe a little bit quicker or like right. a, a little tip that might help them. Like the whole thing might not be useful, but maybe one tip might be useful out of the whole thing. Um, have you, uh, so have if you I can done just help any like, YouTube in, in tutorials way, or anything like that or have plans for that in the future? The more future? I can help, the better. That's definitely uh, on the, in the works. So after I finish my website, I'm trying to, I'll probably try to start a blog and start recording some YouTube tutorials. I really want to. Um, I really want to do like little, not, not like long edits, just little snippets and little techniques of how mm. to do something in Photoshop. Just things you picked up so over the, the like time. People can just use that and kind of expand on it themselves and explore it themselves. Yeah, so like a technique, like the video would only be like two to three minutes and it'll just show you one thing, one tool in Photoshop and what that tool can do. I think that would be the best way. And then yeah, I from think time it, to time, especially with your, your Insta stories, like when you, yeah, I, think I, I guess the one that stood out to me a lot was the, the shark there. edit that you put up. And I was like, it was, you explained it so simply. I was like, man, I hope this guy does a YouTube tutorials in the future because it was just so simple. But yeah, it was like, like a pretty complex edit, you know, for the overlay and the shadows and things like that. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And I think, I think when you're editing, you really need to understand like real life situations. So like if a light's coming in from the left, the shadow should be on the right. Like if you can understand how like, light works and how like real life situation work you should be able to like your editing will will show <laughs> right like one time i edited something and the shadow was in the wrong place and right. i got caught out by like is all there, my followers is there, like, oh, uh, no. like i guess is there like, any like from those mistakes and like external things that have helped you with photography obviously you're studying architecture 
um, and studying those kind of buildings and lines and things like that. But is there any anything that you maybe studying movies or book anything from books and things like that that have helped you? Definitely. Like I'm, I'm not uh, a reader type of person. Like I, I really don't like reading, but like mm. I love watching movies, um, watching YouTube videos and just everything visual. I think I, I mm. learn a lot more from um, like movies such as, you know, Dr. Strange, Inception, um, those types of movies have inspired me for sure. Like I, I see like uh, the latest one that came out, a uh, Blade Runner, right? Like, um, I, I watch those movies and then I think I, mm. I have like random sparks when with I, like when those kind those of uh, magical realistic movies and things I try like that to emulate it in the future somehow yeah like those upside down worlds and like flipping yeah I've noticed that's been kind of a staple kind of for you huh is um, the like upside down buildings the, visual, really. the, uh, the, the sideways buildings kind of with, with like a person in the frame yeah the person is very important because like how do you know it's upside down if there's no person um so and also like a person like it, that comes from architecture as well like putting a person in a space and showing like scale and showing relatability is is what like mm. probably the most important thing i learned so in your architecture school. renders they have you like, put people without a person, in you don't know how big a, a, a space is or how small the space is. Yeah, it's like they they have to have a person in it, like, or else like they get oh, really annoyed. Like the tutors get annoyed. Like, Where's the person? How big is this place? So you gotta like, like yeah. You so gotta I guess uh, always put a person. You miss, in it. What um just real quick here, but well, I'll have a couple questions yeah. and let you uh, get off the bed here. Is uh, do you just? Ha- any maybe some just some quick tips for anybody who's getting started with photography i know you covered a lot of material but uh, maybe just some things um that you think are really important that a lot of people are missing the mark on maybe just in creative being like creative in general um i think just Focus on mm. your art, as in, I, I see a lot now on Instagram where people, you know, say, this is awesome, check out my work. Like, it's always, like, very self-centric. And so, like, I've never done that in my whole entire time as a creative. Like, as in, I think just if you just put out good work and don't ask people to look at it, um, it's so much more powerful. Like, right. if you if you basically tell someone to look at your work, they most of the time don't want to look at your work. Um, if they, if they stumble across it, like from their own by chance and they really love it, it's so much more powerful and, and it's more likely that they will enjoy your work a lot more because you're not forced to look at it. Um, I think, I think it's quite important to just like, um, kind of just put your head down focus on the art and the photography or whatever you're into and, and just go for it. Right. Like just 
Even if you're not perfect at the beginning, I love like, it, man. It's beautiful. Pushing and pushing, pushing, keep going. And then I guess, uh, I guess you know, before we end, you, so you have, there. you have uh, Lightroom presets, right? That are available on your, in your bio. Okay, and then in your launching yep, your, you, bio, so you said um, you're launching your blog as well too, soon. As in like, it's systemusrosie.com. Um, yeah. Yeah, so the website, uh, the website revamping should be launching within a week or two. Just like, uh, it's just a, basically a portfolio of my work and uh, uh, separates my photos into little categories and showing a few, a few commissions that I've worked on with, with some brands. Um, and then hopefully within the next few weeks after that. Start, like, <laughs> there you go. It's out there, man. People are going to know. I'll... I'll <laughs> But all right, we'll, and, hopefully, and we'll all, definitely put all that now. in the show notes and everything. Um, but I really appreciate it, man, and uh, it was great yeah, talking to you. And I think that a lot of people get a lot out of uh, the advice you have, and I really appreciate it, man. Yeah, thanks, brother. Have a good one. Right. Awesome. Thank you so much for the chat. I'll. Uh, you too. You too. Bye.